0: Welcome to Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. Thank you for listening. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Rick Olazabal, a Canadian naturopathic doctor and the naturopathic technician at Health Infusion Bermuda, who will be sharing with us on his profession and how it can help Bermuda. Welcome, Dr. Olazabal, and thank you for joining us out of your busy schedule. Please tell us, what does an ND do and are you a real doctor?
1: Uh, Thank you, Crystal, for having me here today. Uh, It's a pleasure to be part of these series. Uh, So that's a great question that we often get. And the short answer is that it depends. Uh, It depends on the jurisdiction uh, in terms of regulation and on the level of clinical education uh, attained by the ND. In the US and Canada, for example, uh, naturopathic doctors or NDs uh, provide healthcare services to people of all ages. Uh, NDs often focus on therapies that support or stimulate the body's uh, innate healing processes. Uh, now, this form of care uh, goes beyond the traditional recommendation of herbs or supplements, and it's reflected in the uh, rigorous education and, and training uh, licensable ND candidates uh, must uh, undergo. So prospective ND candidates uh, need to complete a uh, university degree, uh, preferably in science or premed. Uh, prior to an admission to a, uh, an accredited naturopathic medical school. Uh, there's only seven accredited naturopathic medical colleges in all of North America, so not a lot. Um, and these schools are uh, accredited through the Council on Naturopathic Medical Education, And they form part of the, another mouthful here, I apologize, the Association of Accredited Naturopathic Medical Colleges, or the AANMC, uh, which is a requirement uh, uh, for candidates uh, to sit the naturopathic physician's uh, licensing examination, which we call MPLEX. And there's two parts, one and two, uh, which in many respects is similar to the United States Medical Licensing Examination. Uh, and uh, the MPLEX exam is administered through uh, the North American uh, Board of Naturopathic uh, Examiners. So there's uh, lots, uh, lots of uh, checks and balances here. Now, all CNME accredited naturopathic medicine degrees are uh, full time, uh, in person, four year programs that uh, include over 1,200 hours of uh, clinical education. Uh, and the candidates uh, study the same basic and, um, and, and, and clinical sciences as other regulated health professionals. Uh, however, uh, depending on the state or uh, the province that you're in, the, the degree may also include acupuncture, uh, botanical medicine, uh, clinical nutrition, homeopathy, uh, psychological counseling, and even minor surgery training. Now, some of the colleges uh, do offer um, these uh, programs uh, uh, separately, uh, and and they may include acupuncture nutrition. So again, uh, it all comes down to to the jurisdiction.
0: Well, that sounds pretty real to me and also pretty intense. Who knew, right? Okay, you're pretty legit. So tell us, what is naturopathic medicine? How does it differ from what someone might consider traditional medicine?
1: Right, um, so uh, first of all, naturopathic medicine is incredibly eclectic. Uh, one could argue that it dates back, uh, you know, as far back as uh, Hippocrates and the school of cause. <laughs> uh, but the practice itself, the profession itself uh, originated in the 1920s. Um, and it's really a conglomerate of natural therapies uh, that they called uh, nature cure, And they include um, hydrotherapy, nutrition, and back then homeopathy. Um, the, the natural uh, uh, word, the original word, rather uh, naturopathy uh, itself as a misnomer. Uh, it, it means natural disease. Uh, but in my understanding it's the, uh, it's the merger of the word homeopathy and, and, and nature. Now naturopathic medicine has come a very long way. Uh, CNME accredited programs, uh, for example, um, are continuing to, uh, enhance their curriculum uh, so that it reflects uh, the scientific advancements and, and to include uh, evidence-based uh, uh, practices. Um, there are still those who practice in a very traditional or orthodox manner uh, and in some U.S. states uh, they draw a distinction between a naturopathic doctor uh, who uh, would be a graduate of a CNME accredited uh, school um, and traditional naturopaths who um, are not. Um, Having said that, uh, consumer demand for natural medicine uh, has increased in recent uh, years, and according to the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, uh, the past 30 years has seen an extraordinary increase in demand for safe, effective, cost-effective natural health care, and naturopathic medicine uh, seems to have emerged as the profession that's best suited to uh, meet this demand uh, with naturopathic doctors being trained in, in the art and science of uh, both uh, natural and conventional uh, uh, medicine
0: that makes sense
1: in in, in this context um, uh, so naturopathic medicine as uh, taught in CNME accredited schools uh, uh, makes it a distinct uh, uh, primary care profession uh, it emphasizes on disease prevention and optimizing health Uh using therapeutic methods that um, uh, first and foremost uh, encourages uh, a a person's uh, inherent uh, uh, self-healing processes. Now, having said that, uh, uh, the practice of naturopathic medicine will include modern and traditional scientific and empirical methods uh, as well. Um, Where we may differ from other providers, uh, I would say it's our philosophy. Uh, Personally, I like to focus on our shared values, the things that unite us. Um, and um, one of those things is actually the, uh, the six principles of, of naturopathic medicine. Uh, and, and these principles uh, not only form part of our oath, uh, but they also form part of the foundation of naturopathic medical education and naturopathic medical uh, uh, practice of so patient care. Um, so ND practice is uh, firmly uh, planted in the principles that uh, it is vital to treat the individual, uh, to treat the person as a whole, to stimulate and support the body's inherent uh, ability to heal, um, to identify the root cause of an ailment, uh, to teach patients how to create wellness, uh, and finally, to prevent disease, right? Um, Then we also have uh, another guideline, uh, which we call the therapeutic order, and it builds upon these six principles, um, and they essentially just further guide our care. And the therapeutic order emphasizes uh, determinants of health as uh, an integral part um, of, the, uh, of the care uh, plan. Uh, now, and, and these are afforded a broad spectrum of uh, therapies in, in our scope. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you the full list and they will include um, diagnostic uh, and therapeutic modalities, uh, so, such as uh, clinical and laboratory testing, uh, clinical nutrition, botanical medicine, uh, physical medicine, public health counseling. I mentioned minor surgery earlier, uh, homeopathy, acupuncture, prescribing some medicine medicines, intravenous therapy, injection therapy, and in some US states, uh, naturopathic uh, obstetrics. So- It sounds
0: like a lot. Are you sure you didn't miss one somewhere?
1: <laughs> I, I, I probably did. <laughs> so the, uh, the therapeutic order uh, promotes the selection of the, the least forceful or the least invasive uh, intervention first but um, only if and when uh, it's safe to do so, right? Uh, Finally, uh, I mentioned uh, uh, treating the whole person and and this goes uh, hand in hand with uh, individualizing treatments. Um, We individualize treatments because it's important to uh, consider factors that uh, extend beyond the physical manifestations of uh, disease. Uh, And these factors include uh, the psychological impact of disease, the patient's values and other social, emotional and uh, the financial implications. Uh, Ultimately, uh, uh, the aim is to restore as much as possible uh, quality of life and and typical function uh, with the resources uh, available. Um, So on a a personal note, uh, when it comes to clinical practice, uh, I I believe in patient centered uh, quality care. Um, It's important to me that uh, patients be treated with uh, autonomy, with respect and, and the dignity they deserve. Uh, in this era of uh, misinformation, uh, I strive to you know, provide patients with balanced, re- reliable advice that falls within the, uh, the scope of my profession. And uh, I, I hope that and expect that my peers uh, do the same.
0: I'm sure that most people are not even aware that you have to go through such intense training and that there are so many different areas that you could focus on within the profession. What would you say are some of the common misconceptions that people have about your profession?
1: Um, I would say that the most uh, common misconceptions uh, include uh, an antagonistic attitude towards uh, conventional medicine and, and public health. Um, The profession is not against uh, conventional medicine uh, or proper drug use or immunization efforts, etc. In regulated jurisdictions, uh, where NDs form part of the healthcare network, uh, the mandate is to work in a collaborative uh, uh, manner with all of our healthcare uh, peers, Mm -hmm. Um, the official stance Um, of the American Association of uh, Naturopathic Physicians and uh, the Canadian Association of Naturopathic Doctors uh, uh, is to support public health measures and and to work again in a collaborative manner within the the mainstream healthcare system. Now, different uh, jurisdictions uh, have different rules uh, and therefore uh, different uh, scopes of practice. Uh, So it is possible that an ND may offer different services in, in those instances. Uh, But it doesn't necessarily indicate a uh, professional opposition, right? Uh, For example, in in a state or a province or even here in Bermuda, where uh, an ND cannot legally prescribe, um, the therapeutic focus um, uh, would shift towards uh, minimizing side effects to medications uh, um, using complementary therapies such as acupuncture for pain management um, or botanical medicine, uh, which is great for things like digestive ailments and, and sleep support.
0: That makes sense, but it can be difficult to fight against ignorance, and we're glad you're here to shed some light on the subject. Uh, are there any challenges uh, that you face as an ND? I would know personally or maybe just professionally?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, there are many challenges uh, that the profession is currently facing. Um, one of them is the lack of funding uh, towards evidence-based um, natural medicine research. Uh, the other is lack of regulation in many jurisdictions. And this includes Bermuda as well as many uh, countries worldwide. Now, I find this to be um, the more pressing uh, challenge because it directly involves uh, patient uh, safety. Uh, When there's little or no oversight, uh, the public uh, can be at risk. Uh, So regulation ensures that the professional is competent uh, having met the minimum entry to practice requirements, and that is held accountable. Uh, Regulation is also important um, in order to have a universal um, set of professional standards and uh, a standardized uh, scope of practice so that there's consistency uh, being met. Uh, It also ensures that there's title protection, uh, accessibility to laboratory facilities, uh, and possibly most importantly, uh, insurance coverage.
0: You've been here long enough to have some time to see what issues that islanders face on an everyday level. How can your profession help Bermudians?
1: Excellent question. So uh, some of the most common conditions here would include chronic pain, type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, menopause, infertility. So I'm going to start with pain management. Anyone who's ever experienced uh, chronic pain knows how debilitating it can be. Um, Yet the the most recommended conventional solution, uh, which is uh, typically prescription opioid painkillers, is turning out to be worse than the problem itself. Uh, opioids are uh, an excellent uh, um, uh, therapy uh, uh, for stopping pain, but it, it, it comes at a high price. Uh, yes, so yes. We continue seeing uh, growing numbers of, uh, of deaths due to overdose, uh, as well as higher rates of addiction and misuse. So, uh, as a healthcare discipline uh, that emphasizes a holistic approach and, and natural uh, treatments, um, naturopathic medicine offers um, what I like to think is a safe and effective uh, alternative to these highly addictive uh, uh, drugs for managing chronic pain. So again, going back to those, those principles that we talked about, uh, we start with uh, non-drug approaches first, um, and then we use opioid painkillers as a last resort. Now those don't fall under our scope. So we do co-manage that with family physicians and and those who have access to those medications whenever necessary. Um, One of the approaches that we do use uh, would include contemporary acupuncture, uh, which is different from traditional Chinese medicine and and that type of acupuncture. Um, So anyone's ever heard of uh, dry needling, then uh, they may be familiar with uh, contemporary acupuncture for pain management.
0: That sounds like another podcast right there.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> um, and then um, herbal medicine, uh, which can also be highly effective. Um, and there are many medicinal plants that uh, exert pain killing effects uh, with lesser side effects uh, when properly uh, prescribed. I mentioned type 2 diabetes. Uh, so this is, in many respects, a lifestyle disease. Um, licensed naturopathic doctors are typically trained in in both conventional and integrative approaches to treating all types of diabetes, including type one, type two, gestational diabetes, -diabetes. pre-diabetes. Personally, I do not treat type one or gestational, uh, but I have worked uh, extensively with uh, pre-diabetics and type two diabetes patients. Again, uh, the focus here, Crystal, is to uh, treat the whole person. Um, We take the time to identify and address the genetic, environmental, behavioral and lifestyle factors uh, that play a role in in the diabetes. Uh, there's also a lot of counseling around uh, medication because, believe it or not, many patients do not want to take their meds. Um, so uh, licensed NDs um, being trained to use conventional treatments. Um, and in, in some states and provinces, we have the scope or uh, authority for prescribing uh, pharmaceutical management, uh, which may be necessary. So we like to work, uh, again, with a family physician and nurse practitioners or the specialists, to, uh, co-manage patient care and, and, and to ensure uh, the best possible outcome for the patient. Um, lifestyle changes, um, you know, including diet, exercise, uh, they're essential, uh, essential to the treatment of all types of diabetes. Um, but many patients have a difficult time making uh, those changes, uh, primarily because because they don't know how to get started or, or how to proceed with it. Uh, often the uh, uh, recommendation is to uh, exercise more and, uh, and and eat healthier, but you know, what does that even mean? Easier right?
0: said than done, right? <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, so advanced uh, training in clinical nutrition and, and counseling enables us to engage and to empower patients uh, um, uh, better. My preferred approach is to work with Uh, a a registered dietitian, again, having that team approach uh, definitely works um, uh, best. Um, I I mentioned infertility, uh, which is another uh, popular condition. Um, So there's evidence um, suggesting that infertility is on the rise uh, for many reasons. Uh, In the U.S. alone, uh, one in uh, eight couples uh, have difficulty getting pregnant or staying pregnant. Wow. Uh huh. Um, if you're unfamiliar, uh, so infertility is medically defined as uh, trying to conceive for one year or six months if uh, you're over the age of 35 with uh, no success, and it affects both uh, men and women, uh, ages you know uh, 16 to 44. Now, fertility challenges often take. Uh, physical, emotional and financial tolls on couples. Uh, between, it mm-hmm. um, so between repeated visits to reproductive specialists, uh, prescription medications, uh, hormone injections, labs, you know, trying to have a baby can be incredibly exhausting. And it, it can also feel like a mechanical se- a series of uh, procedures. So. A the doctor uh, would typically guide couples in improving fertility with uh, uh, the goal of conceiving uh, naturally and um, avoiding um, some of the interventions whenever possible. Uh, Again, the role here is to to work together with these specialists, but to make things easier uh, on on the couple. Um, As with some of the other uh, conditions, uh, we may use botanical medicine, which can be complementary to hormone therapy uh we can also use traditional acupuncture in this case uh, uh which can be also very useful uh probably cuz it helps to reduce stress um and then finally you know for those couples who um are pregnant uh are successful uh the care doesn't stop there so we'll continue to address uh health beyond conception um so the focus is on helping patients achieve a healthy pregnancy uh and a healthy baby
0: pre and post care you cover the pre- whole and spectrum
1: you got it. Um, and then on, on the other end of uh, the spectrum, uh, menopause. So uh, dreaded F across- <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I came across a, a resource that uh, estimates that uh, in the US, uh, 2 million women uh, reach menopause every year. Now, many women uh, begin to experience an array of physical, mental, and emotional symptoms long before menopause. Um, Uh, We define menopause uh, as having 12 consecutive months without a menstrual period, but this is the big but uh, the gradual transition to non reproductive years, uh, we we call that perimenopause, and it usually occurs from around the age of 40 to early 50s Um, perimenopause can be uh, brought about prematurely. surgical removal of the ovaries, sometimes chemotherapy, radiation, or certain um, um, hormone drugs. Um, This process is unique for every woman, uh, and the transition can lead to symptoms that will interfere with quality of life. There's a uh, whole body evaluation um, and um, an approach um, in taking care of uh, perimenopause, um, because it's vital for us that we manage uh, all the symptoms and to preventatively address uh, changes that can impact uh, heart health, bone health, brain health, etc. Again, the ND focus here is on the whole person uh, we will sit down and, and uh, take the time to identify and address, again, the genetic personal medical history, hormonal lifestyle uh, factors that um, will impact uh, perimenopause and, and the associated uh, health changes that, uh, that come with it. So that that's a, that's a lot.
0: Oh, uh, so what are you are, talking about?
1: <laughs> so those are some of the, the most common conditions uh, um, that I've been seeing here uh, and even back home as well. Uh, but we, we see it all from adjunctive cancer care uh, to man's health, uh, cardiovascular disease and, and, and much more. Uh, you just got to find the, the right uh, ND that uh, focuses on one or some of these areas.
0: It sounds like you are able to help from before birth all the way towards the end of life. The whole life cycle, there is something there that you can share to make a life better. So after all of that, it's probably a redundant question. (laughs) It would make sense that anyone could consider the use of an ND to assist them in living their best life then, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I would strongly encourage uh, everyone to consider this option. Um, uh, it's about having a team of healthcare providers at your disposal and working in a collaborative manner uh, for the betterment of, of the patient's health. Uh, so ultimately, that's that's the goal. Um, I, I do suggest that uh, any prospective patient uh, checks out official resources. Uh, I mentioned the American Association of Anthropathic Physicians. And this is simply uh, to ensure that you get you know, reliable information pertaining to the profession. Uh, uh, all the latest updates, et cetera. Um, there's also state and provincial associations uh, that will have a public register. Uh, and in that way you can ensure that the ND that you're seeing is licensed. Um, but if you are in, in an unregulated jurisdiction like Bermuda, uh, just make sure that, Um, The person that you see that they've graduated from a CNME accredited uh, institution, uh, unless you would like to see a more traditional uh, naturopath instead. Um, But ultimately, we want to, you know, um, ensure that patients receive uh, safe uh, and effective uh, natural care
0: you have provided us with a plethora of information. My mind is blown right now. And I think we're on a level where I can call you Dr. Rick now. So thank you very much for sharing your expertise in this area. It was a real pleasure, very eye opening and educational. So thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you very, very much. The pleasure is all mine, Crystal.
0: This episode of Best Health has been sponsored by Health Infusion Bermuda Limited, a holistic wellness center focused on enhancing your body in function and form. You have been listening to Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. Thank you for listening.